0: This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. like uh, a television show, you know, you've seen those extreme makeovers and it's always with people before and after, you know, what they looked like before and what they looked after, if it is that makeover, where the face and the hair and the teeth and the skin and everything gets done, redone,
1: and the television show always
0: leaves you in suspense, you know, the final product, you know, it's almost um, at the end. You see the people that they look and it's wow, and you still don't see them. You know? And then another advert comes and <laughs> goes on and on, or it's you know about a house that gets redone, you a makeover. Um, and I could do the same here this morning and uh, talk about, you know, maybe talk about myself or talk about other people. Or even talk about characters in the Bible, you know, uh, like David, you know, a adulterer, murderer, and then a person after God's own heart, or Paul, um, a persecutor of the church, killing Christians, and then a follower of Christ. But that's not what I want to do here this morning. I want to talk about the architect. Of the extreme makeover. Now, uh, you know, I want to focus on him who does not focus on the appearance, the outward appearance of man. You know, when David was chosen, he said, you know, man looks the outward, but God looks at the heart. Yeah. To talk about him who sees possibilities that we can't see, you know, and uh, who does something that we cannot do and no, no man can do whichever makeover you know I I got an email from you know, the day from Office Bay from the intercession that you know from the group that was interceding and, and praying about the next few weeks you know we're going to start today on this extreme makeover and then we'll have another two Sundays I think Robert and Johannes will Will preach, but uh, you know. And I thought you know there was the the emphasis of of focusing on on Him, and when we spoke, uh, what we were saying just now about glorify, glorify Your name, and it just kind of resonated with what I thought. You know, when, once you prepare something, you suddenly see all around you these things. You know, and when you sing a song, you suddenly see. It kind of almost like feels like a confirmation, you know what you what you are talking about is being confirmed, and like I say, it's quite. I want to talk about God Almighty. I want to actually describe Him, and that's why I I feel quite inadequate because I I don't know what words one can actually use.
1: You know when when Moses was. Uh, Confronted at
0: the burning bush, you know, and he suddenly realized it was God speaking to him. He just covered his face, you know, and then when God told him, you know, go to Pharaoh and tell him that you must let the Israelites go, you know, he said, but I mean, who am I that I can go to Pharaoh? And God said, you know, I will be with you. It seemed to kind of be okay with, with Moses, but then he said, yeah, But what if the Israelites asked me, You know, who has sent you to tell us the we you now about two million people or so that we must come with you? And God said, uh, Tell them that the, the God of their fathers has sent him, and it uh, wasn't quite enough for him. He said, What if they asked his name? You know, who, who do I say? what is his name and God said I am who I am you know, tell them I am sent you mm. now it just seemed to me almost there are no words in our language to describe him you know the I am is like the ultimate self-sufficient God the ultimate uh, self you know existence of God and I thought, you know, as I thought about this, you know, what do I, what do I talk about when I, when we talk about, about the Lord? I was thinking, you know, in our, if we can, just say if somebody asked you, explain eternity to me. You know, just or the beginning when you're singing, you know, the beginning and the end. Where's the beginning, Like the, the universe, you know. We you was, know, think, oh, what's behind then? And if you go another. 100 million kilometers. What's behind that? Where's the beginning of time? Where's the end of time? You know, it, it's kind of it blows your mind. You know, it's even some concept I remember at university, you know, light was kind of said it's, it's particle, sometimes acts like particles and sometimes like wave. I mean, is it a particle or is it a wave? You know, how can something be a particle and a wave? All these concepts are, are quite uh, difficult to explain. And one of the strange ones was, was this uh, imaginary number. You know, like, uh, I studied in the electrical field. You know, and there's this little symbol called i. It's a little i or a j. Sometimes it's also a J, And it's a imaginary number. <laughs> you know, and it's it's quite strange, it's a number that's like i squared is minus one and that, you know, if you know, in mathematics it's impossible to have a number multiplied by itself that it comes on negative and uh, I remember when somebody asked, you know, how can a square of a number be negative, give a negative result, you know, because uh, it's impossible and the answer was because we imagine that it can. And it was like the only answer people could give because we imagine it. You and know, it feels the same to, uh, feels worse for me to, to actually speak about something and I want to speak this morning about the holiness, the holiness of God. Now I will confess, you know, straight, I, I do not stand here to say that I when you walk out here this morning then you will say, Oh now I understand the holiness of God but thank God for the for the word that gives us glimpses. You know, and in, in Revelation you know Revelation four I think it is you know there's the that picture of where the creatures are you know crying out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Who was, who is, and who is to come. You know, they're shouting out, Holy, holy, holy. You know, there's a similar, and that's the, the passage I want to just focus on this morning.
1: And I mean, if you
0: think about those creatures over Revelation, they were covering their eyes because they could not look onto the holiness of God. But I want to focus on a scripture that's very similar in Isaiah and I know you've heard probably this scripture many, many times before, but I, I want to read it from Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 8, and it's where Isaiah has a vision, and it sounds very similar, and it starts off, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings, with two. They were covering their, their faces with two. They covered their feet and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. And now Isaiah says, Woe to me! I cried, I'm ruined, for I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among the people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the king, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me. Woe is me! You know, he cried. I'm a man of unclean lips. It's mm. the first response. Now, King Uzziah, you know, king, uh, he became king when he was 16 years old. And he reigned for 52 years. And he was actually a uh, God that the Lord helped him. have the same, you know, that which came upon Isaiah. You know, somehow there's a deep, I think there's a deep uh, desire in each of us to experience an encounter with with the living God. And I just want to, I just want to pray.
1: Let us pray. Lord, indeed I, Lord, we all, we have come here this morning to have an encounter with you. Lord, we, we really want to just have a glimpse of what your holiness is like, Lord.
0: Father, that we can be changed because we come and see who you really are, Lord. We cannot leave the same, Lord. We cannot be the same. We must be changed, Lord. And we come here this morning to to just see your holiness Lord if that was possible pray it in Jesus name and we see the the preachers there shouting holy 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 you know and it's why do you know why do they say it three times you know in scripture when when Jesus was was saying when he was teaching people he was saying verily verily I say unto you and then he said something is kind of get their attention saying it twice you know? and here the creatures are saying holy, holy, holy now, I thought you know I can't even understand that God is holy how can I understand that he is holy holy, holy you know the emphasis of what God is really like you no know other attributes of God like God is love, the scripture says. It doesn't say God is love, love, love. For God is mercy, mercy, mercy. It says God is holy, holy, holy. And that's why we're going to want to talk about, even if we only talk about one of those, holy, um, you know, this morning. And, and I hope that we can indeed get a glimpse of that this morning. Isaiah, in our modern day, he would be a you know, born-again Christian, I don't know what other Christians exist, other than born-again Christians, <laughs> but he would be a Christian, a spirit-filled, you know, a, a man of God, and when he has that glimpse, I mean, what is the first thing that comes to upon him? You know, because the first thing that comes to his mind, he says, Woe unto me. You know, I'm, I'm ruined. And I suddenly realizes, as he sees the holiness of God, he sees, his, suddenly he sees the real standard. You know? And he actually pronounces it's, it's also as a, as like a curse upon himself. You know, I'm, kind of, I'm nothing. You know, I'm the I'm man of hunching lips. I'm, I'm ruined. He says when he sees the holiness of God. You know, because a real encounter with, with God's holiness has to bring change in us. It no. has to bring change in anyone. Because, you know, sometimes we just take it, we take it so... Just, we are
1: we are serving a God who is an all-consuming fire,
0: the scripture says. You know, a, a holy God. Is it not sometimes because we have lost you know, I was
1: you know meditating on that to say, is it because we have lost the picture of a holy God that we are we feel
0: ineffective or we feel we are stumbling or compromising or you know, we feel weak, we need, I think we need a, a a new glimpse of God's holiness. Because when we get a glimpse of God's holiness, everything else comes into focus. You know, because we suddenly see who we really are. And if you think about Isaiah, mean, he was—he was—he served in the in the palace. He was the prophet. Some even say one of the greatest prophets. And then in here, he realizes that he is sinful and that he will die, and he can't do anything about it, as he just gets a glimpse of God's holiness. So I want to—you know—I just—I just really three points that I. I want to say that if we look at God's holiness, um, what if we have a glimpse of God's holiness, what I think um, happens to us, or should happen to us, if we don't understand understand God, the holiness of God, I don't think we can understand our sinful nature. We can't. Um, we don't have you know, I mean, the gravity of 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 sin in the presence of a holy God is impossible. You know, and you can see it with Isaiah. And he was never the same again after that. You know, when, and when when the Lord, the Trinity was speaking,
1: I don't think they were particular speaking to him when they were saying, who shall we send? You know, and he immediately up his hand and said,
0: "Send me, you know, I,
1: I want to go." And he did. And I want to, a little bit later, just say you know, we
0: often and I've done it the same this morning. I just read the first eight verses of uh, Isaiah six, but it actually goes on Isaiah six, and we will see what what the Lord then
1: tells Isaiah. But first, like I can
0: say, we have to understand God's willingness. Want to understand our sinfulness, and it's almost a, a foundation. Um, how can we repent if we don't understand our sinfulness? And secondly, you know what? Uh, if we just get a glimpse of God's holiness, we will realize whatever view we've had of God wasn't big enough that Isaiah just suddenly realized how big God is.
1: And if we get a glimpse, that's why I'm praying this morning
0: How can we get an old-fashioned glimpse of the holiness of God again, that we can know how big He is, that His standard is far above ours, and that God's holiness demands a response from us everyone from Isaiah demanded a response and from us as well. You know, it's it just, of uh, holiness is a part, it's unique it's uh, it's incomprehensible I think, that's why I think it's very hard for me to, to bring it across you know um, it's not that God conform, you know, God is holy because he conforms to a standard he is the standard one would think God's holiness it must be but it is like you when know, I compare it almost to a, you know when you see lightning let's say on the ocean it looks great so, you, know, you, do, you want to take pictures of it and it's, it just looks so spectacular mm.
1: but when you're actually there
0: it can become terrifying mm. because uh, it's almost like with God's holiness it is, it is uh, spectacular yet presses upon us where we are and that we need him and that he is the only one that can can get us out of the situation we are in or where we are, the state that we are you know, and so Isaiah was a man of integrity, I mean he you know, you think he gets a glimpse and he falls apart and he falls apart at the seams almost you know, and if we continue to have our eyesight fixed on a, you know, this world and we, we can easily compare ourselves to other people and say, I'm not that bad, you know. And, but once we start fixing our eyesight you know, to Him, I think we will realize that we indeed need an extreme makeover. You know, from Him who is the architect, uh, And I also was, like, reflecting on his, you know, his response. And Habakkuk, you know, I can remember he was, he was a, you know, praying to God. God, you, know, you have to do something. These people need to be changed or the, the enemy needs to be dealt with. You know, you're supposed to be a God of love and of mercy and do something. You know, and he was then, he said, the I will now stand as a watchman and I will wait until God gives an answer. I will not move and then I will, when God answers, I will put forward my case as well. And then we see in, in Habakkuk 3 when God actually answers,
1: you know, he sees he just points Habakkuk to the
0: nations. You know, and Habakkuk suddenly realizes, you know, I mean, if you see, you know we've seen the response of uh, Isaiah. He says, woe is me. Now Habakkuk has a
1: you know, similar response
0: suddenly when he realizes that God is answering. He says, I heard and my heart pounded. My lips quivered. The sound decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. You know when last that our legs trembled when we, when we realize the awesomeness of God, the holiness of God, you know, I, um, Habakkuk suddenly didn't respond to God anymore. He just trembled. It's like he felt that his, that his bones were, were actually uh, decaying within him. And also, you know, even more months back, I was preaching on Job. You know, when, when, when we read Job, I think it's in chapter 38 or so, he he turns to God and he says, you know, God, I've now listened to my wife, I've listened to my friends, and there's no answer. I don't I don't get an answer. Can you answer me? Have I done something wrong? You know, have I had to deserve this? And then for three, you know, it's actually three chapters long, God answers him. God suddenly answers him, and he you know, starts off with words like, uh, "Where were you when I put the foundations of the earth in place? And where were you when, you know, when I put the stars in their place?" And suddenly, also Job, you know, he, he just stays quiet at first, and then Job also responds, and he, his response was, "My ears." Had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you, therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. You know, he, he went down and he knew he's in front of a holy God. No. And, and I said earlier, Moses, the same when Moses realized that it was actually God speaking out of that burning bush, his response was he also covered his face. It, you know he just saw flames there, but he knew it is God and he and he covers covered his face. So
1: what is our response this
0: morning? You know, to a holy God. You know, I I just want to We confess, you know, as if a was put on our lips, you know, with our mouth. We confess that Jesus Christ is God.
1: He's atoned. He's already atoned for our sin,
0: you know. And and here we can also fall on our faces and know that our our sin has been forgiven. Yes, because the word uh, the holiness of God must must change our heart must open our heart you know and I was saying earlier Isaiah was a changed man he was never the same again but when he said send me and the Lord said okay I'll send you and there's a few more verses after that where the Lord said you know you will talk to the people but they will harden their heart you will you won't be a successful preacher you will speak and and a lot will just not hear what you're saying, you know, that's what what happens. You know, we feel sometimes it happens to us as well. You know that as we speak, some people are even turned harder against God's word. Some some uh, softer, if you call it that. But we cannot remain. Nobody can remain the same if. Uh, if you have had an encounter with the living God. Even the Gospel, you know, preaching the Gospel, I think, without God's holiness, part of it, you know. We are talking about a holy God here that came to die on a cross, you know, if the holiness of God is not also central, it, it seems like it's a religion that we can tell people, you know, do good things, and become good citizens live decent decent lives but if we don't have a a vision a glimpse of god's holiness,
1: it's
0: almost like the gospel that we speak about it's more spineless because um,
1: it's there's such a thick skin in
0: in the man, in the heart of man that needs to be penetrated realized that, that he thought he was a man and suddenly he realizes oh you know my, I'm a man of an unclean lips. He realized that there was still sin and that he Of our salvation of our makeover it's the one that died on the cross there you know I find it sometimes difficult to talk to people you know and they say yeah but sin you know we can maybe explain that sin is bad for you and it's bad you know, it could be bad for your health it could be bad for your you know legal problems or whatever you know you can talk about sin like that but can we You know, he said, even the wood, you know, and the, the dwarf posts and the threshold started to shake in God's presence. Are we going to shake in God's presence? You know, over there we will never forget that we are dealing with a God who is an all-consuming fire a God who is all gloriously holy and and that it should be God first, God second and God third. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And may our experience of a greater revelation of God's holiness bring us to a place where we can say, send me because I don't think we can go if we have not Um,
1: really understood God's holiness. Isaiah could really only go once he had
0: had seen the holiness of God. And uh, you know, I Right here, Lord, and open our eyes, Lord, that we can see. Lord, that we can see your holiness. Father, that once again we can shout out, Lord, send me. Lord, we know that Isaiah's road was not an easy one, but he wanted to go because he'd seen you, Lord. And we want to go because we've seen you, we've seen just the architect of all that is, the architect of our salvation. Lord, and we just want to thank you for that. Lord, as we leave this place this morning, Lord, open the eyes of our understanding, open our hearts, Lord, that we can, in a new way, see your face, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share.